listeners, welcome back to the Dream Stream. I am Yiska Cook here with fellow dream worker Ellen Ronis. Hello, Ellen. Hello. Nice Hello. to see you today. Thank you, and you? Thank you. So I we were just talking about how we used to do continuity. Every next episode, we talk about the furtherance of dream work for the episode before, but then that didn't work because people weren't looking through the episodes consecutively, mm-hmm. it was whichever catches your eye or so that that was a failed problem. But today I do have a little continuity mm-hmm. um, concerning my my hooking up with Bill Maher dream. And uh, I, you just said something really meaningful about that, Ellen. I would love for you to repeat that. Yeah, I was saying that I think the continuity is, is mostly significant if it feels significant in your own inner journey, you know, like in your own personal process, like you're, you're getting an aha about something about yourself or your inner life or, you know, an issue that you've had or something like that. So I think, you know, in those yeah. ways, the, the, that continuity um, and connection can be very meaningful. Yes, I agree. Um, and I and I really did think about this a lot because I didn't have an answer for you before. Mm-hmm. Like, why does that bother you? So what I'm speaking about is Bill Maher, who is one of my favorite uh, comedian slash late night hosts. Um, his dad is Irish Catholic and he was brought up Catholic. So when he talks about Irish, he says, my people. He claims you know, membership with these people. But his mom, from what he has mentioned, is was Jewish. And in Judaism, the religion of the child follows the matrilineal line. So because she's Jewish, he would be considered Jewish. Um, but he never claims Jewish as my people. And you ask me, why, why did that bother me? And I realized it's because he has a very big audience. A lot of people love Bill Maher. Sometimes MAGA people, you know, he's not, he's, he's critical of Democrat as well as Republican. He's not like a traditional liberal, you know, he's really looking critically. Um, but because there's all different people who listen to him, the fact that he doesn't claim the Jewish people as his own, I feel like he's separating himself and I feel like his audience who already love him would, um, would perhaps be kinder and gentler and less anti-Semitic if they knew that his mom is Jewish, he's Jewish, mm. sort of not Jewish, religious Jewish, mm-hmm. but um, you know, I just think there's so much racism and um, anti-Semitism and it would just be great to have someone like him on the side of the Jews. Mm. Yeah, that was, that, that's my feeling. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. And I also, I guess I also, you know, I would be wondering, you know, does he say anything in? anti-semitic not at all no he's so open yeah so not racist at all i feel like 
what that speaks of is pro-choice. Yes. And but that, I choose. And this that is too. Better, right? So, <laughs> so in a way that, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, I, I figured that out because um, it was bothering me and I had to explore why. Why did that bother me? I, I'm not yeah, very religious, cool. you know, at all. Excuse me for a second. Okay. Sure. More <laughs> spiritual than religious, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, neither nor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, so, okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah, well, that's good that you recognize that. And I, I get that. I understand that. Yeah, yeah. You know. So I have a dream snippet. Okay. Again, still not having the lengthy epic dreams. Um, although I do, I always have a feeling there was more to I could feel the expansion, though I'm not remembering. I'm remembering yes. a point in this yes. uh, longer dream. Yes, I, I think that's probably often the case. Is yeah. that there's something epic going on and we just remember some small thing. Yeah. But it's the thing you need to remember is how I see it. Yes. Yeah. So I just have to see the setting. I'm just not sure about the setting. And then I'll tell the dream as a story. Okay. So I am, I think in an outdoor space, maybe standing in the driveway somewhere. And I'm with Michael and Eleanor and I have a pet crow that I'm, I'm holding and somebody steals my crow. And that was the dream. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. I have a lot of crow or like raven, like medicine. I have a lot yes. in my waking life. I mean, I, I can do, see that. Yeah, I of course I live in a place where there are a lot of ravens and crows, but, yes. but I definitely have like a, an interesting connection with them. Yes. Um, do, um, so would you title this little snippet something? I, I think I titled it, Someone Stole My Crow. Okay. And, um, and the setting, you, you know, anything, you know, uh, um, like reality check, anything that you um, recognize, the space or the people that you were with were people you know, it sounds like. The, the setting feels like uh, maybe not in the driveway though, in, in like the backyard of my friend's apartment building that I might be moving to. It feels like it was there. Mm. Um, the two dream characters, Michael and Eleanor, are straight out of, um, out of day residue. It's Michael and Eleanor from The Good Place. I don't know if you saw that on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. So I often put on something I've already seen while I'm doing my meditation to fall asleep. And I don't know why that is. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm shying away from my power. So I need a distraction. It might just be that the distraction focuses me in some way, you mm -hmm. know, and, and, and when I, when I feel like, oh, I want to see this part, I just, I literally not literally, I imaginative, imaginatively put it on a shelf, you know, like, like 
actually in my nation imagination if something comes to distract me i say oh yeah i'd really like to think about that after i go through my whole meditation and so i put it on the shelf and then actually when i'm done i often look what's in up on the shelves and i do honor that by thinking about it after you know mm -hmm. and it's really working for me to do that but again i don't really know why the um distraction mm -hmm. that's something <clears throat> I, I need to think about yeah also I, mean, I, I have some thoughts on that actually oh, because oh, good. i have i have add and or adhd without the hyperactivity is what they call it officially ADD. Um, <laughs> ADD. in other words add yeah. and um <laughs> and uh, a lot of people i'm on this website and a lot of people do things like that like it's there's something about the sort of buzz and hum of of whatever the I'll put it in quotes and say distraction, even if it's not really in a way it's distracting the overactive part of the brain so yeah. that you can, so this, this part that's going, Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And this and that, I don't see you that way necessarily, but I'm just saying like, I know this for myself and mm. I've heard this very much from people who have ADD, that there's yeah. something about the, the sort of, it's almost like a mind numbing thing to have something in the background, some sound or noise that you're not focused on and yeah. then so then something calms down in the brain so then you can focus something deeper i think that's I'm, I'm not explaining it very scientifically no i i'm but i am understanding yeah on maybe yeah. an unscientific yeah right <laughs> i'm understanding that yeah okay thank you it's yeah. I, there's I, something I, to it thank you right. about that so um yeah so so mm -hmm. michael and eleanor are mm -hmm. in the show, The Good Place. Mm -hmm. And I swear I've watched it. I mean, whatever, it's on while I'm falling asleep a bazillion times because I don't want it to be something I've never seen before because I don't want to pay. watch it. Right, so you don't want it to be something you have to pay attention something to. that I exactly. like the characters and, you know, yeah. um, so, so. Can you that, say, sorry they jumped straight from the screen into central and central casting of the dreams. Yeah. Is there anything about those particular characters or do you think it is just detritus, you know, in the, from the mind, from the day? I mean, is there something about them that strikes you as you know, anything particular? Um, I guess the one thing that comes to mind is a speech Michael gave to Sean of the good place. I mean, of the bad place where he said, we're told that that humans can't grow and change after they're dead. But, you know, when he looked at Eleanor, she has grown and changed. All of them had grown, all the human, only four humans had grown and changed and were much better after the dead. And I don't know why that's what it reminded me of but that hmm. Hmm. just the concept that we continue to grow our souls yeah. and spirits yeah. continue to grow and evolve maybe so i don't yeah. know that's yeah. significant but it Something seems like significant that. yes um and is um what is there something specific that you're wanting to know about this i mean i have more to say about the crow and all that but just curious yeah, the crow. I want to talk about the crow. Um, 
Yeah. So I now I'm, I'm forgetting the specific medicine. I looked it up so many times because yeah. I guess I can't remember what the medicine is. It's the, um, you're going to tell me animal communication, right? And I always uh, draw from the medicine cards. Yes. Um, and crow means law. Like, oh, okay. By the book. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, that's not in. They're different. Right. They're different. And, and I noticed that too, even when I looked it up, when I Googled it, it was like three or four different things. And so yeah. I, you know, whatever works, whatever you connect with about it, I can see the law thing because they are very, you know, they gather in their, what yes. is it called? Um, murder of crows. Murder. A murder of crows. Oh, murder of crows. No, isn't so, that you No, know, there's herds, herds of elk and deer and there's yes. schools of fish and yes. there's uh dens of dens no yeah. not dens no well pack. den is the place pack. Pack. yeah pack of wolves yeah and a, a pride yeah a pride of lions yeah and murder of crows yeah yeah that's kind of interesting i don't know what the significance of that is but you know they are you know they can they actually recognize people and um, they can talk and they communicate with you and they will let you know if they're mad. They like, really like, they'll scream at you. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that happen, actually. It's very distressing. They're like, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> and they do recognize it's really bizarre. Yeah. I don't know how that is, but they do. I mean, I guess it's not that bizarre. They're creatures with eyes and right. screens. And, um, right. Anyway, just I guess from, though not just seeing everyone as human, but seeing each as an individual. They see each individual person. person. Yeah. 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 Yeah, which is yeah. I think than you tend to hang around in the certain place, same places. Exactly. Um, like there's a there's a murder of crows in the tree, sort of right outside my house, and they boy do they make a racket yes. at certain times of the day, and then other times they just kind of ha may have this kind of low, almost cooing sound. Yeah, and not the cooing. Dove. Not cooing. Oh, that's the dove. no, not. It's definitely a, the crow. It's like a guttural thing. Oh, that it's oh. Not there. It's a different yes. sound, but yeah. um, I wonder what that means too. It's almost like they're calm, you know. Yeah. I, I don't really yeah. know the significance. Like a purring, of it. like a purring. Yeah, almost like a purring. Yeah. So we have uh, a lot of crows here. It's not um, not quite a murder. Maybe like an attempted murder. Crows <laughs> <laughs> around here. It's not that many, yeah. but yeah, a couple here. Enough to make Um. So I think of crow as as a spirit as a met as a a medicine guide as yeah. a as a guide, spirit guide, I really do. I, in my world, you know, that's my projection. Um, and I find it interesting that it's in your hands and then somebody steals it. Do you know who steals it? I actually don't know that it's in my hands. Oh, okay. Because I don't, I, 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 I did say that, yeah. but I, I don't remember like feeling the weight of it or the uh -huh. feather softness. I think I had a stick and it was at the end of the stick I was holding. Okay. And I, I don't know who steals my crow. They just, they come and they take it and they're gone. And it's gone. And how does that feel? Oh, I'm very upset about, not, am I upset? I'm almost like more, I don't want to say annoyed. I'm not upset. I'm, what does consternation mean? <laughs> like, I think that is being like um pro-ish consternation like a punishment I'm not sure yeah it's a, well I, I yeah I feel like 
I feel like that somehow. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not like I'm not sad, and mm-hmm. I'm not like so flippant as annoyed, you know. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm like angry about it. It don't. It feels like I'm almost. I'm watching a squirrel run up and down a tree out my window. It's almost like I um. I feel like this is the energy of crow. Is how I feel when someone steals my crow. You know, does that make sense? That's interesting. Like almost like you're embodying the crow. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. What do you want to do about that? There's part of me that feels like, you know, God, I want to just go do something about that. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I am thinking there's a hike in High Falls that, um, do you know, the old yellow church? Yes. And yes. then just to the right of that, there's a hike. Is that like Lenape Lane? Lenape Lane? Is that where that is? That That's a lane in New Paltz, but I'm thinking okay. of High Falls, so I'm not sure. Oh, oh, okay. I think I'm thinking of something different. Okay. And... Um, you know, I can't really hike, hike now, but I can get strong enough to hike up to where there's a big forested area and there is a murder of crows who live up there. That's what I would like to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go out there and gather some crow energy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I was thinking that's, that's cool, like an action to take. I was thinking um, of like, I'm... What like what do you want to do with like I feel like you're having like a feeling, and you know what do you want to do about that? You know, okay. in, like in the, I don't I guess I'm almost feeling like as if I'm re-entering the dream. I'm kind oh. of you know thinking I'm re-entering the dream, and someone does that, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like you yeah. know, there's yeah. a part of me that is you yeah. know wanting to get it, take it back, you yes. know, inhabit it. Like, especially since there's something about you feeling like, um, um, yeah, like you're sort of in the dream, almost embodying yes. the energy of the crow. So it's what does so it want to do having been taken from some, from where it's perched? From it's so interesting that you say that because one of the things that I am learning about my uh, imaginative meditation in the liminal places, and I can go on about that, <laughs> but I feel like I always do. I'm finding that for some things, and I, and I, I'll first say it, for some things I need to actually embody. I can't just have the imagination in my head. Right. You know, there's one place where it's a healing for me, and I have to I picture myself going into the body that I have and um, receiving the healing. And then I heard somebody talking about uh, the point of manifestation and that someone gave a TED talk or something that you have to embody, you know? And so now I do that. And in my manifestation station, I am embodying the Jessica character and I am, you know, healing, like, like I'm healed already. So awesome. I, I'm all about being in the body. I mean, I know that, it's different that's, than being, that's different. 
a little bit different than embodied, but like I do, maybe it isn't really that different. I'm, so. I'm really so that whole concept is, you know, every time I think about um, moving towards a new version of my work, um, I'm a massage therapist, body worker, healer. And I think about moving more into sort of a coaching realm. Yes. There's, it would have to be something where people are embodying, <laughs> they're moving their body. Like, and yes, to work through some maybe emotional, mental, um, practical, you know, guidance and stuff like that. But there has to be, we live in a body, <laughs> you know, we were born souls in a, in a physical body. And there's a reason for that. There's a lot of information there. And um, so, yeah, so that's, so that's cool. When I was I a teenager, I considered the body my vehicle, you know, and then when I was older, other, other incarnations, I pictured the body as the garment, the body is the garment. And then mm -hmm. um, it actually took me a while to feel very good that the body is me. You know, not completely and only me, but mm -hmm. a big part of me. Mm. So we have to be nicer to our bodies. I, not we. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be nicer to my body. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have to be grateful for my body, even with its limitations. Yeah. Yeah. In that. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Totally agreed. Yeah. So I am in, um, the process of getting a dog that I'm going to then train to be my balance dog. Oh, wow. And it's a Australian shepherd. Um, what do you call it? A gold, golden doodle. Oh my yes. God. So oh, may God. or may not you, shed. You know, that's my kind of dog. Yeah. Yes, I know the herding dogs. I know we share. <laughs> totally, be a smart animal. Smart. The doodle. The doodle parts. The and, smart and, part. And, and also shepherd too. Very, very sharp. Yes. Yeah, a herding dog. Yeah, and of course the poodle. So our favorite dogs are the smart ones. <laughs> exactly, smart and hairy and furry and yeah, <laughs> So um, I've talked to my cats about it. Uh-huh. You know, they're they they'll they'll keep their judgment until they meet this animal. <laughs> yeah. They'll be all right. <laughs> I know. I love I love dogs and cats relationships. And whoever is fostering this this baby, these babies, I love the whole litter. Whoever is and they were rescued. Oh my so god. I don't I'm know if they were so bred. They might have been bred first by a breeder, mm -hmm. but then they all got parvo. Mm -hmm. What is parvo? It's like a skin thing. I don't know. It's some disease that dog. It's, I think it's treatable. It's something that they they give you. Usually they give shots for the dogs. Oh, to right. Avoid right. it. But I guess if they get it when they're too young, then yeah. I don't think it's not a deadly thing. It's just I'm okay. not sure what it is. But for whatever reason, this whole litter ended up in foster care, uh -huh. and so. You know, I'd still, I'd be rescuing one of these babies. Oh my but God. Probably so many people want to rescue them. I, I probably should wait because I'm moving any day now, mm -hmm. but I, I just feel like, you know what? I don't believe that you can turn someone away for having a rescue dog. 
I mean, not a rescue dog, a service dog. No, if it's a service animal, but you have to have papers to prove it, I think. Yeah, but you can get papers by paying, you know, 40 bucks online. <laughs> Pay somebody off, yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm seriously going to train it. Yeah. I'm seriously going to, and also then hire a trainer to come help yeah. me train it. Yeah, you need to, you need to, somebody has to know specifically how to train them to do what you need them to do. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. awesome. That's so great. I'm glad to hear that. And I'm jealous because I want a dog so bad. I know. Oh, I'm just dying. And of course, all these like puppies are coming into my world. Like, oh, you know, like, oh my God. And all my kind of dogs and the, you know, the collies and the Aussie shepherds. And yes, yes. <laughs> uh, I can't stand girl, it. Her name is Jasmine. I first fell in love with her brothers two of them oh my god so cute one had like white and and like uh white dots on his black nose he was so cute jasper and then there was like a black faced one with like uh tan and browns and his name was jack and i'm like i definitely need a dog named jack if you'll take jack my dog (laughs) so um up on Cripple Creek, <laughs> Leave on Helm. <laughs> no, I'm not a dead, Grateful Dead fan. So Leave on Helm. So her name is Jasmine. I love why her. did you, why her instead of Jack? Didn't you say you wanted the? No, you know, I think the two boys were already adopted. Oh, I see. Okay. No longer available. Okay. So Jazzy. Jazzy, exactly. Yes, I like it. Oh, very sweet. Very sweet. Um, just trying to think if there's anything else about the dream. Is there anything else about the dream that you want to know? Or I'm not sure I have any other specific hit. I just, there's something about like taking it back. That's just, that's the kind of a feeling that I'm just. Yes, like, yes. Like, I want to find a way to like be like, what the hell? And that's that's my energy that's my yeah. thing i that's micro we belong together yeah and yes yeah, micro and yeah somehow taking it back i don't know that's... yeah other other things i think about there's a native american story of how how did they bring fire to the earth and uh i think many different animals or birds in particular tried to get to the sun to bring back fire and i think crow ends up doing it and that's how crows wings become like like scorched black and um brings a light bring a light ah that's interesting it's like because they're black pure black really well yeah and so it's like the dark brings the light isn't that the case? Isn't that the case? <laughs> yep. Yep. I like it. I like it. I like that metaphor. You know, I like metaphors. That's my thing. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's just make this, keep this a short one. Yeah. I want to be making more frequently short ones, just like okay. this. Okay. All right. I do want to talk about this sort of um, thing that happened that is not really a dream, but we can- Oh, please. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'll just, yeah, I'm not really sure what I want to say about it. It just felt quite um, significant somehow in my own inner life. 
So I do this um, movement class, it's called Five Rhythms. Um, it's based on the work of Gabrielle Roth, mm. who's no longer on the earth plane, but um, it's just incredibly wonderful work. And it works basically in a wave. Like, so there's certain <laughs> rhythms that make you sort of move a certain way. And then the music changes and there's different, more angular movements and more chaotic. And it sort of builds up from something very flowy to very chaotic where you're releasing and then, oh. then you're gathering back in and, you know, and it's, it's kind of guided and it's just a wonderful, wonderful work. And I was in a class and, <clears throat> I had this imagining that I was like underwater and could breathe, like that I was diving in because my movements were sort of diving. And I and I just imagined that so it was very dreamy. Like I imagined <laughs> that I was on this rock cliff and there was a like a diving board that had been nailed into the rock. And I, you know, did the whole I dove I in. It. And then I was kind of like a mermaid, but I wasn't really a mermaid. And I remember thinking, it's weird because mermaids, mermaids don't have vaginas or penises. They're just like right. asexual. And how like yucky is that? You never <laughs> you know? see splash? I have seen splash, but well, that was she cool. does when her when her when she's dry. Uh-huh. She has legs and a vagina. Okay. And well that's all the organs to make okay, a baby. I just kind of went went there where it's like that there's sort of like these fanta fantasy, you know, women, right? These long hair and they're yes. flowing in the water and the dress, but no, nothing on the bottom. <laughs> anyway, that's where I went with it in my sort of dream. <laughs> it was very dreamy, even though it was I should say if it was my imagination, I would think yeah. of the movie yeah. Splash. Yeah. I didn't mean um, and I'm not sure why. Oh, and then it brought me into this childhood memory that also was kind of a dreamy thing where I used to lay on the couch. I was very, very little. I mean, I was maybe three or four or something. I would lay on the couch upside down, like my legs would be up on the back of the couch and my head would be hanging over the edge. And I would imagine that I, the whole house was filled with water and I would be able to swim through the rooms and I could breathe. I love kids. Your water. Huh? I love kids. Uh -huh. I love I love that. Yeah. Why not? And it was such an awesome feeling. It was such an amazing feeling. Yes. Even in my waking life, knowing I was awake, but I was in this weird position and having this whole fantasy. And those things sort of collided in this movement journey somehow. Oh, Something about breathing in the water and feeling that sort of free, like the body just relaxing in the water and the floating feeling. And so it was kind of like a dream, but not really. Um, and yeah, I don't know exactly what's significant about it, but that was it's a waking dream. Yeah, kind of very much, very much awake. Although <laughs> very much awake, but very deep in fantasy, very yeah. deep in a, a fantastical uh, dream. Yeah, yeah, which is very cool because I don't normally that doesn't happen for me. I, you know, I don't have that sort of dreamy Piscean energy, <laughs> although I do because, yeah. Because you definitely my, do. Where my south it? node is in Pisces, which means I came from Pisces. So I've my north node is in Pisces. Oh, that's interesting. But you, and you're also a Pisces. I'm also Pisces. Yeah. So you you're you're sort of you have all that Pisces energy moving towards more Pisces. Uh, <laughs> how did dream, work, dream work makes sense for you. I dream. know. And, and the poet and your poetry. Your yeah. poetry also. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yes. So I, I sort of came from that in my, my last life. Nice. I came, I came from Come that. with so much wisdom. That must so be. I think, yeah, I, you know, I guess so. I guess so. And in this life, I'm very, it's a very different thing. Very much yes. about communicating and observing and, and um, creating and creating and moving. Yes. Like it's definitely a whole, it's different. So yes. anyway, I think sometimes those things come to me as a way to remember something in another life I love or, it. or some energy that I came in with yeah yeah anyway well thank you yeah thanks uh, for letting me share that and listeners thanks for joining us and as always call us if you want to be on the dream stream zoom podcast bye bye and listeners, thanks for joining us. And as always, call us if you want to be on the Dream Stream Zoom podcast. Bye bye.